0: We are Lions Nation, hosted by Andy Sobel and Logan Erickson. All right, everybody, welcome into We Are Lions Nation. This is episode 12, the pregame show for the Lions and Packers or Lions and Cardinals matchup. I am your host, Andy Souls, and with me is always Mr. Logan Erickson.
1: Hey, how's it going, everybody?
0: What's up, Logan? How you been, man?
1: Hey, not bad. I'm ready to get this uh, pregame show on the roll. Uh, got some interesting stats and ranks, so ready to get it started.
0: All right, well, I'm excited, too. Um, so let's start it out by, you know, as far as, like, big news stuff goes, I mean, I think the most important thing is just uh, the injury report. Now, before we get into that, Logan, was there any, any news things that you had caught uh, coming up to the game?
1: Um, just about Galladay. Um, he was talking about how he's not 100% um, as far as news goes. And also, he's excited to get back out there, and he's going to try anything in his power um, that he can to get back out there. Uh, But he says he wants to listen to his body and kind of uh, see what it feels like uh, before game time.
0: And that, you know, that is awesome news. I've been watching, you know, Gallaudet as well. I know that he, like we all know, he he is scheduled to play. Um, This week in practice, he was limited every every practice this week, uh, which hopefully maybe that's just precautionary. But like you said, uh, with Gallaudet even saying himself that, You know, he's not 100% yet. Um, So we probably won't see him, I'm assuming, uh, you know, every snap as much as we would see him. But uh, it's just going to be good in general to see Gallardo back out on the field.
1: Oh, yeah, I agree as well. Uh, He opens up a lot of space on the field for other receivers to make plays like Marvin Jones and TJ Hawkinson. You know, I mean, he, he just adds such a dimension to the offense when he's out there.
0: Yeah, he does. And that's that was one of the key things that I was saying, you know, from the start. With him on the field, you got to play different when it comes to the opposing team defense. So um, hopefully he'll open it up. At least if he's out there and he's not getting the ball that much, at least him being out there, like you said, will hopefully open it up for the other guys to make some plays. Um, some other injury news, uh, Trefont as listed as doubtful, I'm pretty sure uh, from what I've been seeing that he's probably not going to play at all. Um, so he, he's still out. And then defensive tackle Nick Williams, uh, he did not have an injury designation coming into the game. So um, I'm assuming that's going to mean that he's going to play.
1: Yeah, I would hope so. Um, we're missing that big guy down in the middle of that defensive line. Um, even Danny Shelton, Was talking about it. And, you know, he said that the rushing game, the rushing defense has been horrible. And he's one that's been on some of the top rushing defenses in his career. He's a little upset about it, but I think it might have something to do with Nick Williams not being in there. So hopefully, with him being back, uh, we can kind of shore up that rush defense a little bit. Yeah. You know, you add a guy
0: like Nick Williams to that defensive front. And maybe that'll open it up for the rest of this defensive line to, you know, be able to get in there and, you know, get the pressure that's needed, uh, that's going to be needed on Kyler Murray to, you know, I think when you have a guy like Nick Williams, that gives advantages to other guys like Trey Flowers and things like that. So it's almost like when Endomic and Sue played, um, you know, he made that same kind of impact where, now I'm not saying Nick Williams is is Endomic and Sue, but just the same kind of player, you know, when you have a player like that and it, it makes it for the other guys, it might be a little bit, you know, not so much double teams and things like that.
1: Yeah. And it, I think it can help out our young defensive backs as well. Uh, especially Jeff Okuda seeing that we're running. Uh, I think the most man coverage snaps in the league right now on defense. And that just means we're not getting enough pressure on the quarterbacks to you know, make some plays in that man coverage. Uh, It's really tough to play without pressure on the quarterback.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see, too, if Patricia, you know, makes those adjustments and if he's going to continue, you know, are they going to continue to play this man-to-man defense the entire game or are they going to try to push it up a little bit? I'd like to see him play something a little different, you know, throughout the game and change it up because I think the man-to-man, right now, especially with the injuries, we're just getting hurt on that every time.
1: Well, and you got two of the top receivers in the league, you know, arguably. Uh, Fitzgerald and Hopkins we're going against this week. And man-to-man coverage, if you don't get pressure on Kyler Murray and he's got time back there to find an open target because eventually the people get open in man coverage. And Hopkins and Fitzgerald are some of the best at beating man coverage. And they will beat us up all game if we keep doing it.
0: Well, let's go ahead now and break down the actual stats for the game. Logan, why don't you break down the stats for everybody and uh, just, just see how this matchup looks on paper.
1: So um, the Cardinals come into this game as the sixth overall offense in the league, uh, ranked seventh in total defense. Um, Kyler Murray comes in as the sixth leading rusher in the NFL. So that throws that dynamic out there, Um, uh, him as that dual-threat quarterback. He's been running a lot this year. Um, Hopkins comes in as the fifth overall receiver in the league as far as stats, leads the league with 22 receptions uh, so far in two games, and he's got 25 targets. So he's a a sure-handed receiver, and that just proves it right there. Um, Versus Washington – he had eight catches on nine targets, sixty-eight yards and a touchdown. And then the week before that, he went against San Francisco and caught fourteen balls, sixteen targets, one fifty-one, no touchdowns, but still that's an impressive, uh, impressive game there. And then let's go to the rushing offense for the Cardinals is fifth. Ranked in the NFL out of 32 teams Their passing uh, Offense is 13th So Being the 5th ranked rushing Offense And we are the last ranked Rushing defense for the Detroit Lions So that's going to be an interesting matchup um, Like we were Talking about with Nick Williams Hopefully he makes a difference in that And we'll kind of go over to the Lions uh, Stats here 11th-ranked passing offense, 17th-ranked rushing offense, and they are the 17th total offense in the NFL. Total defense, they are ranked 29th, 9th in passing defense, which really uh, is a surprising stat there, and the last-ranked rushing defense, like I was saying. Um, And Cardinals' defense isn't uh, bad either. Rush defense; they are ranked 15th in the NFL and ranked eighth in uh, passing defense. There,
0: you know that that's crazy that that you what you did that that you just gave for the Lions passing defense is really unbelievable <laughs> to me. You know, compared to what I've seen so far, um, it it's, it sounds crazy, but I but thinking about it this way our rush defense is so bad, you know, not everybody's had to throw the ball and yeah, that might make the stat come out a little different because when they do throw it, maybe we're there, but they're not throwing as much as they need to because they're just running the ball right down, you know, the lion's throat. So I think maybe that will have something to do with where that stats coming from. uh, If you think about it in those terms.
1: Yeah. And, you know, getting back, um, to that passing defense, it honestly, yeah, if you look back at it, you know, the rushing defense was what killed us in both games. Uh, you think about they had – they were running all over us in Chicago. Aaron Jones killed us last week, and I think that's – I mean, if you think about Aaron Rodgers' stats last week, he didn't really put up phenomenal numbers. He had decent numbers but nothing like you used to see with Aaron Rodgers because he didn't have to do that. Right. And that was the
0: exact point that I was making. If the quarter, if, if you're able to just run the ball down our throat, then that's what they're going to do all day long because it's working. And that's, you know, unfortunately the, like you just mentioned the defensive line is going to have to step it up. Hopefully having Nick Williams in there is going to be able to help stop that run. And you know, we'll be able to make it. So we should be able to – I want to see us make it so Kyler Murray has to to throw more and, you know, but be able to get pressure on him at the same time. Basically, you know, if we can do that, I think we're going to see some good things.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, You have to get in on Murray, but you can't uh, break down on your your assignments um, on contain because if he gets on the outside of that – Uh, defensive end uh, he can scamper for quite a few yards after the after he breaks that line of scrimmage so you just got to be careful he's sneaky fast and he's small so he's really short he'll hide right behind those offensive line and sneak right past you
0: yeah exactly and you know talking about the cardinals you know uh, the Lions having the worst rushing defense how did the – what are you looking at as far as the Cardinals rushing? You know, how are they looking um, coming into the game?
1: Um, Kenyon, Drake, Kenyon Drake is uh, ranked 15th overall in the NFL. Um, He had 30 – he has 34 attempts for 146 yards, and he's got a 4.1 average coming into this game.
0: And I know Drake, too, uh, can definitely catch the ball. Uh, And make some plays that way too. So, you know, it's it's going to be it's going to be worrisome. You know, the Lions are going to have to change things up. Matt Patricia is going to have to switch up his strategy, and we're going to have to contain that run and and force the game into Kyler Murray's hand. Is what I think um, they're going to have to do. Uh, Just um, go ahead.
1: No, I was just.
0: I wanna I wanna break down to uh just real quick the Cardinals um injury report. Um, they do have high receiver out, uh Kirk he's out, and then their center Mason is out as well. And then they have two uh cornerback and a defensive end that are both questionable. Um Kirkpatrick and Jordan Phillips. The cornerback Kirkpatrick and defensive end Jordan Phillips are questionable for the game. So uh, I don't think those are too big. Uh, those aren't like super big um, injuries as far as the Cardinals go or nothing that's going to, you know, impact the game for them. Um, You know, on that side of the ball, you know, speaking of the Lions, us having the injuries that we still have in the cornerback, you know, in the, in the defensive backfield, that's going to, I think that's still going to, we're still going to be struggling there. It's going to be interesting to see if, Okuda, you know, can bounce back. Um, I'm not expecting a lot, but you know, because I still think Okuda is going to need a little more more time to to see that greatness that we have.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, Okuda's been struggling. Uh, he's got the lowest um, grade for rookie uh, defensive backs out of the draft this year. Um, so I hope he can turn that around. He hasn't allowed a touchdown yet. So that's uh, a positive for him as a rookie, but he's only had one game. So we can't really jump to too many conclusions off just one game. I hope he can turn it around and, you know, study film and pay attention. And hopefully uh, he can match up really well with these receivers.
0: I mean, the cornerback position is one of the hardest positions to learn in the NFL. Um, You know, you got a receiver coming out especially one like DeAndre Hopkins that can just make moves like butter. You know, I mean, if they put Okuda on him, the, it, Hopkins is going to be available all day long is, is what I'm going to see. That's what I'm thinking we're going to see. But hopefully they'll make an adjustment and we'll be able to – I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is hard to cover in general just because of how good he is. And, you know, if Okuda's matched up with him this week – I. You know, I could see Hopkins putting up some big numbers against us.
1: Yeah, and even if we shut him down, we got to watch out for number two, which is Larry Fitz. And last year against us, he put up some pretty good numbers. So um, let's just hope he doesn't do that again. And an impact player for the Lions that I see is TJ Hawkinson last year against Arizona. He had six catches off nine targets, 131 yards and a touchdown. Let's hope he has a performance like that again.
0: Yeah, T.J. Hawkinson, to me, you know, he seems to be showing up every week so far, which is amazing. And that's what I was hoping to see once Stafford got healthy uh, coming into this year was him and Hawkinson able to connect. And so far they've been able to do that. And if we can – if we – you know, the Lions – an interesting thing that I I heard today – You know, Adrian Peterson had a press conference, and basically he said, "There's no reason that we still can't, you know, win 13 games or 12 games." Um, And I agree. It's you know, we're two games in. Yes, did we lose? And we lost bad, and we looked bad. But you got to have confidence like that. And I think one of the things, you know, that I want to see, I want to see Adrian Peterson get that ball, uh, you know, and just pound it in there, and. If we can do that, that that will tire out a defense pretty quick, and maybe you know, that'll open up, you know, the passing game for Galladay and Jones and Hawkinson, you know, to be able to make plays. And you know, if we can do that, in especially with Adrian Peterson, I say start him. I want to see him in the game, like starting the game, and just pound it in the up the gut.
1: Yeah, I agree too. Um, I believe he should get. Around 20, 25 touches at least. And I think he needs to start and I think he needs to finish it. Yep.
0: And I'm not saying, you know, I will, I don't mind uh, seeing on Johnson in there and DeAndre Swift. You know, if they get some touches, that's great. Um, but I'm just saying they got to, they got to, we got to have one main threat. And I think right now that one main threat is going to be Adrian Peterson. So I'm, I'm hoping that they, Play smart this week, and they, they really give him a lot of touches, you know, up to the 20 range somewhere in there. And, you know, whatever he's capable of doing, which I think he's capable of doing 20 to 30 touches a game. And, you know, pound it in there, wear that defensive out, and, you know, go from there.
1: Yeah, and I think that they need to get ahead, and I think they need to not get into the catch-up game with this team as dangerous as they are on offense, um, you can't let them get out to an early lead and a big lead because I don't think we have the team to come back from that, as you seen in Green Bay last week.
0: And speaking of that, let's go ahead and jump into the next segment, which is our keys to victory. Uh, Logan, I'm going to have you this week. Go ahead and start that out. What are your keys to victory uh, for the offense and defense?
1: For the offense – Uh, For the Lions, they need to give Adrian Peterson the start. They need to give him the touches. And they also need to get Hawkinson involved early and fast. On defense, I would like to see our corners step up and play a little bit better. And I'd also like to see that defensive line produce and stop this running offense. Uh, We got our hands full with Kyler Murray and Kenyon Drake there.
0: I definitely agree uh, from my piece of the game offensively the v- first one I had was uh, same as you um, we need to pound the start to get that running game going establish the running game get Adrian Peterson going early and then uh, I don't want to see any forced throws and I think that comes into you know, having to come back um, as long as we can stay right there you know, that will make it so Stafford's not trying to force force the issue. I want to see less of that. Uh, Defensive-wise, I want to see, you know, get pressure on Kyler Murray, like I mentioned earlier. I think getting pressure on him is going to be key uh, to slowing that Arizona Cardinals offense down. Because you if you get pressure on Kyler Murray, then you're shutting down DeAndre Hopkins at the same time. And that's taking out two with one. And then uh, we need turnovers. I want to see some forced turnovers in this game. I want to see the defensive back. I want to see the interceptions, and I want to see the sacks. I want to see some uh, third down stops and, you know, things like that. I just want to see the defense step it up. But I think we we definitely need to, uh, on defense, create turnovers for sure.
1: Yes. Uh, I don't think we've gotten a single turnover yet in two games. No, we have not.
0: That's a big part of the game. That could win or lose you the game right there. But we've seen it on our side of the ball. You know, when Stafford threw that interception, that changes the whole momentum of the game, and that's what we need to do on defense: turnovers, whether it's interceptions, whether it's third down stops, whether it's sacks on the quarterback, or just pressure. Get enough pressure in there to disrupt the play. You know what I mean? And if the defense can do that, which they have, I know it's crazy because they haven't done any of that yet. It would be like a whole different defense playing, but just a little step further. I'm not saying a complete 180 because I'm not expecting that to happen, but just a little more defense would would really help us stay in these games and close them out. And that's what you know I think my keys to uh, the Lions getting the victory are.
1: Yeah, and I talked about the turnovers in the Chicago Bears game. You know, missed opportunities. They had a couple opportunities for interceptions, easy ones, and we just got to take advantage of those
0: we do that that's that's for sure and you know i want last last week we we gave our score prediction for the packers and lions game and kind of funny without knowing really we said the same we saw the exact same score <laughs> um, yeah. so i'm going to start out this week with the game prediction um so my prediction for the game I got Lions thirty four, Cardinals twenty eight. Lions victory, it's their first one of the season.
1: I got Detroit twenty eight, Cardinals twenty
0: four. Oh man! Well, we had we had one number that was right. I was kind of I was really excited to see if we would have picked the same thing again. Uh, chances of that happening are going to be slim. So, I mean. Basically, just, uh, just to wrap it up here, um, my, you know, what's your, what's your final thought for the matchup against the Cardinals?
1: My final thought is, um, you know, we just have to come out there and play a consistent game. Um, and I, I honestly think that TJ Hawkinson is going to come up big. And I'm going to make a surprise prediction here. Galladay is going to get his first touchdown in this game.
0: <laughs> I love that. I think I think even with Galladay being limited, you know, especially in the red zone, that, guy's, that guy can score some points. So I, I'm going to be right there with you on that one and say that Galladay gets his first touchdown as well. And uh, my final thought for the game is uh, the first one here, Matt Patricia, you know, make the changes that are required to stay in the game um don't just stick with the same thing that's not working and then um um, also i want to go out here and say that um adrian peterson uh is going to have a breakout game and hit that 100 yard mark for sure let's hope so (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody well this has been uh the show today thank you all so much for listening uh Enjoy the game Sunday Logan again it's been it's been great you enjoy the game as well and everybody have a great rest of your day. Yeah,
1: I can't wait for a post game show everybody. Uh thank you for listening and uh we'll see you on the post game.
0: This has been
1: we are
0: Lions Nation. Podcast available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Bullhorn, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, and Google Podcasts. For all the updated information on the We Are Lions Nation podcast, please join the We Are Lions Nation Facebook page.